Alright everybody, welcome in, HFL POD episode 15, I'll come up with something funny for the title by the time we post it, but um, big Thanksgiving episode, we're a day out from turkey time, from the Lions beating the Packers, I'm sitting here today with the usual suspects, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mambo, I'm here, and... Paul Boar's Manufacturing, The Commish, Charlie's Angels. Yes, sir. So we're excited. Any opening thoughts from you guys? I just sprung this on you. Just normal, random idea thing. Anything you guys want to discuss first or just hop straight in? All I got to say is I'm really looking forward to filling my plate tomorrow. I'm looking forward to a plate full of football and good food. And uh, I don't normally wish my life away, but... The Wednesday evening before Thanksgiving would probably be one of the places I would start. I, I'm a bit disgruntled. So usually you're very gruntled. Well, I'm very disgruntled after losing back-to-back games to the Brothers Hall. So not going good over here. Also, that loss this week stung a little more. So. Yeah. We'll get um, into that in the fancy I, pros forecast. I, I feel like we're going to. I don't want to. It's not a good place for me, but I think we're going to end up going there. So, you know, you're like Michael Scott in that office episode where, um, like, the branch is going to be shut down and he goes, All I can do is put on a brave face and be their leader. And that's you right now. And you are putting on a brave face and. You know, the league appreciates it. You're the hero the league deserves. I'm the villain the league needs. If the door was going to get closed on me, I just wish it wasn't you doing the closing. I wish it wasn't either. So, unfortunately. No, I feel like you're really enjoying it. Actually. Closing and that's time. Pa- <laughs> Can I just ask a question? Part here? of my disgruntled nature is that. Did he close? This smarmy prick across from me. (laughs) I'm sorry I had to get that off. I feel a little better now. Okay. Shut the door on me. Because I'm a better player than him. Is this a literal door closing or a figurative door closing? Because I feel like there's multiple ways we could could spin this here. It's figurative. I mean, with that loss last week to him, my playoff chances, I think if I win that game, are probably close to 40%, if not higher. And when I lose it, I think I'm in the teens. But I mean, we're gonna see it in the in the forecast. But it's it hurt. That was a bad loss for me. I needed that game. It was it was available. You didn't even play that well. But uh, Diggs and AJ Brown put up like a combined five points. Yeah. So, so just tough loss. Tough loss. Rebound. We're in the divisional games. These mean more. I mean, I don't think I control my own destiny even. But. I think you're pretty close because the loser of that game, you can definitely catch the Angels Patriots, but we'll get into that. Yeah. We'll get into that. Maybe look at some theoretical but scenarios. But my, my whole outlook today, a little gloomy, a little gloomy and trying not to hold, hold you accountable for it, but I, well, do I need to change the name tag? Oh, come on. Could I, man. The Arthur Smith doll can't be me. It's not is, even is there a resemblance? Very close. Do I have to grow a mustache? All right, let's get into it. That's a heck of an opener, gentlemen. Feeling good today. Yeah. All right. Week 11 review. Not to rub salt in the wound, but the Boondock Striders beat the Mambo. 
by 14, uh, 100.66 to 86.64. We already talked about it. It's, yes. Eat the Benzers. You know, that was a low score of the week, though, so you... It's okay. Oh my gosh, Trevor's score is really bad, too. Every dog has their day. <laughs> Those are two of the bottom three scores of the week. The Benzers. Tough week for the Benzers. Loses Burrow, makes a blockbuster, but still gets the win. It was a team performance for the Benzers, and the team that came through was the Cowboys defense, putting up almost 30 points. Oh, man. You know, I saw that pick six at the end of the game, and I'm like... You're kidding. Like me. Yeah. He has got... like In my mind, I look at that lineup... It just feels like a bunch of like unsung fantasy heroes. Adam Thalen. Nobody wants Adam Thalen. Mm-mm. He's on the he's on the Benzers just doing work. Devin Singletary. He's available on some leagues. <laughs> Swift, a Detroit Lions cast off. Cole Clement, Cole Komet. Yeah, he only had three point five this week, so not a great example. But he's been productive fantasy yeah. tight end. Yeah, it's um, the island of misfit toys that's coming together for massive production. He's your points leader now on the season. And your reigning champ. And your reigning champ. This is a this is a strong showing by the Benzers. He's peaking at the right time. All right, what game's next? Um, Bill Leave. Keeping their season alive. They are not mathematically eliminated because they won this game. And pretty much, in your guys' division, ended the Tropics uh, season um, by winning 104.88 to 91.26. Good win for Bill with his new lineup. Quick question. Who is in the gigantic white fluffy coat in his I was looking at that. I believe that's the Pope. Oh, that's the Pope. I legit think it's the Pope in a parka. Oh, great. I love the Pope in there. Bill, if you could just send a text over the group thread confirming. on the why of that picture and well, confirming that he's it's blessed. The Pope. He believes. He's a believer. Are you a believer? Uh, at five and six, I'm gonna stay away from that. Okay. With with H Han and Dowdell as you're starting uh, running backs room. All right, he had some people. He on does have Kamara on by, and now he has. I think he's starting Miles Sanders this week. Anyways, are we uh, gonna have a chance to talk Kelsey anywhere else, or should we just touch that right here? Go for it. The guy looks like he might be cooked. I don't see separation. He gets gimmick touchdown plays. The anger. He just doesn't. They don't look like they're even trying to get him the ball. So, I would say this. I I'm gonna say right now. Travis Kelsey's not tight end one coming into next year. I think it'll be somebody else. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Do you guys see his comments about retirement? Oh, he's been thinking about retiring for a while. I don't know if he upped the ante or any. He just pretty much said, from what I saw, I think about this all the time. I have lingering pain from all of my issues, all my injuries. Um, and, you know, uh, he just doesn't, doesn't feel it all the time. Now he's got a new girlfriend. Who knows? Who knows? Also, if you guys haven't seen the stats when Taylor Swift is there versus when she's not, it's unbelievable. Doesn't that speak to some sort of NFL conspiracy? Yes. 
because that drives ratings up and they can play that game, but they can't play that game if Travis Kelsey has two catches for a touchdown and seven yards. Yeah, it's fair. It's rigged. Unfortunately, it's rigged in the Lions' favor this year. Let's go. You know what's not rigged? Our fantasy league. Everybody's playing hard. It's true. There's nobody. You know, nobody's trying to trying to like manufacture stats for publicity. This is real. That's right. In a way, our league is more real than the NFL. I have thoughts on that. That's, I think there's a lot to unpack. There, there is. Let's just leave it alone. Okay. Jen, once again, living the charmed life. You will not get any more flowers from me, Jen. Um, wins 101.5 to 99. Uh, that being said, is she one or two games away from beating everyone consecutively? Uh, she was. She started year one and two, so she would have to... Uh, she started 0-2. Oh, and two. Well, then she's she would, two games away. Yep. Two games away. Crazy. Uh, she beats Colton. Not much to discuss. Tight game. Yeah. The Rocky put a pounding on the bad guys. Gabe Davis putting up a zero burger. Corey, if you're out there, would love to trade for Josh Allen. No. We'll trade the world for him. Love him. Let me know. Yeah. Email, Snapchat, text, woof, whatever you need. Yeah. Jen lost her first two games to the Angels and the Tropics. And she has the Tropics this this week, right? And then they no, I have the Tropics. Um, I have her. Okay. Put an end to it. I don't so, even know how good my matchups are. So, but so that's for later. More okay. than likely, she's going to play you than the Tropics. So she wins her next two. She's completed the, the, the circuit. Sweep. Maybe the best team ever. <laughs> He's giving, Jerry's giving me such a funny look. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. All right. Rocky beats the bad guys. Josh Allen, moving on. Standings looking. I feel like it's. I feel like every week we say this, but this week it means something. Uh, my magic number's one. I either need Bill to lose or myself to win to clinch a playoff spot. I'm at eight and three. Bill's five and six. The young guns four and seven, and the bad guys three and eight. Over in the central, we got the Benzers at eight and three. The big dogs at six and five, still barking. Most points scored in the league. I'm sorry, Mike is two point four behind the behind him, and I'm seven behind him. I am. I told him yesterday, actively rooting against the big dogs to make the playoffs, and he has a hill to climb. But I think his team's real good. Rocky at three and eight. Scott's team at two and nine. The beasts of the East. The Patriarchs nine game win streak. She has a hundred less points than the leader. Her points against, I don't know, I haven't really looked. She doesn't have many points against, second least in the league, too. The second place team in that division, Charlie's Angels, at 7-4. and four. The Motown Mambo at 6-5. and five. And the Tropics, Snake Bit Man, at 5-6. and six. More, Real quick, before we get into the Fantasy Pros forecast, I've been upseated on the power rank. Um, Mike is your number one power rank team, the Benzers. Record is 10 and 5, points is 11, breakdown 12. Um, I'm right behind him in points. Austin is third, Jen fourth, Angels fifth, Mambo sixth, Believe seventh, Tropics, Young Guns, Scott's teams, Bad Guys, Rocky to round it out. So just something interesting there. I think we're ready for you. The Fantasy Pros Playoff Forecast brought to you today by. 
Icy hot. Icy hot. Soothe your sore muscles and your fantasy team aches. Icy hot. Get it today. All right. Well, thank you, Icy Hot. Um, Big sponsor. There's some clarity here, boys. There's some clarity here. And uh, the team's eliminated. We'll start at the bottom. Scott's team. Uh, projected finish, 3-11. 12th. Number 11, bad guys. Projected finish, 4-10. They fall a slot. Rocky jumps them with that dub. Didn't Rocky win this weekend? Yep. Yeah, beat, Rocky beat got the bad guys. And, and Rocky, you know, he doesn't want to be on the, the, the group chat, but his team is trending in the right direction. So, um, unfortunately for him, too little too late because he's 3-8. and eight. He's projected to finish 4-10 and 10 in the 10 hole. Um, and these guys are mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, number nine, the Young Guns. At 4-7, and seven, it's been a valiant effort, young man. But coming up short this year, still projecting him to get a couple more dubs here. Or no, one more win and finish five and nine. He is eliminated from the playoffs. And at number eight, uh, currently sitting in five and six, finish of six and eight. It is he not mathematically eliminated? It says he's not. He's got less than one percent chance. Bill. This is this is Steve. Oh, McGuizies. Yeah, he could still somehow get in. It would have to be probably a perfect scenario, but. So he is um, uh, number eight. Number seven, Believe. Current record of five and six. Projected finish of seven and seven. And has a 2% playoff chance. So I guess there's a way there, but... I, I have to lose all three and he has to win all three. For yeah. To win the division. And no, you, have, you arguably have the best team in the league. So I'd say he's out. And they think so too. He could get wild card though, right? Yeah, it's going to be tough with him yeah. having a worse record than... It would be. Than, uh, oh, no, he doesn't have a worse record than the big dogs. Who are you talking about? And he right beat now? me head to head, so... Who are you talking about? Bill Eve. He's got a worse record. Oh, he's a game behind me, yeah. though. And the big dogs. Yeah. He's a game behind the big dogs, too. And then in number six, and this is where the playoff chances still exist. This is where you still have a legitimate chance, albeit not nearly as you would, good of chances you would have had if you would have beat the Boondock Striders last week like you should have, or even the Big Dogs the week before that like you should have. So um, I guess you guys know it's me with a 24% chance to make the playoffs. And number five, and this guy, this is legit now, the Big Dogs holds a win over me, who's another contender, uh, sitting at six and five. A win sit- over the Angels. Also with a win over the Angels. But a game back. But a game back. At a 42% clip of getting in. The big dogs. These games matter so much. This, this is huge, man. This is huge. There's some big stuff happening. And number four, the Angels, who are currently sitting in the playoff spot. It's got to feel good. It's got to feel good. In a contentious year like this, to know that to be in right now, it's a good spot to be in. Um, currently seven and four, projected record of nine and five, but only a six percent more chance of making the playoffs than the big dogs. So, um, and also I'd like to point out, big dogs championship chances are higher than yours. So if the big dogs get in, it's kind of what you said. You don't want them in. No, I don't. You don't. Let's want go, Uncle Mike. Yeah. Beat them up. Yeah. So ten percent chance of a title for the Angels, and then th- and the number three hole. The Benzers at eight and three. I think are they locked into this pretty much? They have a ninety percent chance of making the playoffs. So let me look real quick at the standings. I think he has a two-game lead on Austin with the current tiebreaker 
but that can flip. So for let's run through this real quick. So are we going? Are we jumping ahead to standings? For, we've already done standings. We've already done standings. This is like, just: do they have a chance? Is it mathematically possible for Uncle Mike to lose the for the, the division? division winner? Right. So are we going to playoff projections? No, I'm okay. looking at tiebreakers right now. Okay. For playoffs, let's announce this for the league. Make sure that everyone knows what's going on. So tiebreakers are as follows, uh, per the HFL Constitution, TM. For divisional ranking, obviously we have overall record is the first thing. Uh, divisional record, then head-to-head, and you play twice. And no one's played anybody twice yet, so that can be skewed still. And then points scored. For wild card ranking, it's head-to-head record and points scored. Right, so say you guys are battling it out for a wild card, you know, which after this weekend could feasibly be, you know, what's going on. The head-to-head record might be one and one, and then it goes to points. Goes to points fast. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, for divisional, did you, so the only time division record is for division champ. Correct. It's the only time it matters. Yes. Correct. So That's how it should be. I forget where we were at on the show sheet. Uh, I was going through the top, so okay. we were so just. We have a couple. Cl- we have three really clinching situations. The, based on three games, we could have three playoff spots locked up this week. If I beat Bill, the division's over. The the West. If Mike beats Austin, the Central's locked up. The Benzers are champs. And if Jen beats the Commish, she's locked up. She's locked up, right? Because she's got a one-game lead, or a two-game lead. She would have a three-game lead with two to go. And that would make a wild-card thing really interesting. Let me ask you, Jerry, are you rooting for the Patriarchs this weekend? 100%. You get 10 in a row. Go, Jen. I think there's an interesting question to ask here is, might it behoove the Patriarchs and those three division possible division winners to have the Patriarchs lose so that they might not have to see the big dogs in the playoffs. Uh, no. You just you get yourself in the playoffs. Period. I think, is she not already kind of guaranteed with nine wins? I think she's, she's locked in. I think she's locked in to the wild card. And I think there's certain teams that might want to have me make the playoffs and not the big dogs. I think it might have... If Chuck wins, it doesn't eliminate you. No, it doesn't. No, but it hurts. It hurts, it hurts. me big time. The bottom line is, is if and you're it hurts the Austin more. But if you're the Patriarchs right now, you're not going. Oh, which which is going to line me up with the best playoff chances? Yeah. What you're going is, I've won nine in a row. I want to not lose a game the rest of the season because this will be one of the greatest seasons in the history of the league. It's if amazing. she if she completes it, if she completes it and runs the table. She finishes with a two-loss season. That's a top-five season in the history of the league. I think she's looking at wanting to not care and so much about weeks 12, 13, and 14. She wants to win 15 and 16, and I'd be looking, since she's in the playoffs, basically, I'd be looking at the best way to win 15 I can't and believe you're advocating for somebody to lay I down didn't say you. I didn't say laying down. I just said that it might be Hoover to lose this week. That's yes. all I'm saying. You're well, saying it's good. The best thing for her is to lose to you. I did not. Well, yes. That could be. little snake oil to the left. That's not snake oil. Now I know where you get it. I'll say this. To counter your point, 
<laughs> Mike and I are right on her heels with record. So if she doesn't have the number one seed locked up or anything, it'd be hard for her to know where her matchups are. Yeah, but it's not about you and Mike. It's about me and Austin and who you would fear more. I fear the Mambo the most. Just kidding. It's Austin. Well, that would totally shock I want to point something out here because we didn't finish going up the list. So the, the people in the playoffs right now, number four, Angels, number three, Benzers, number two, Boondock Striders, and number one is Patriots, all right? Um, playoff odds. Here's something. 97% Patriarchs, 97% chance they're getting in. Wow. 96% chance the Boondock Striders are getting in. 90% the Benzers are getting in. The wild card is really the only thing that's up for grabs in this thing's opinion. And the opinion is that it's between the Angels, the Big Dogs, and the Mambo, with it really just being between the Angels and the Big Dogs. Okay, that's not what I found crazy, though. Here's what I find crazy. The Patriarchs are only a 20% chance of winning the title. She's been living a charmed life. The Benzers are we only a 16% chance of winning a title. So the Benzers have are almost as good a chance of winning the title as the Big Dogs, who aren't even projected to make the playoffs nearly as high as them. So, like you were saying, but the Boondock Striders... With a 96% chance of making the playoffs and a 35% chance of making of winning a championship. I don't think those odds have been that high all season. So, I know one thing. That's some BS. The Boondock Striders may be in the two-hole, but I would... A 15% chance... It's almost, it's damn near double anyone else's chance. It's, yeah, it's almost the next two people combined. 35 so, to 36. But, yeah, super, super big games this weekend. They're okay. huge. Huge. They're huge. Biggest um, games of the season. Tiebreakers, let's go into this, because for the wild card, right, um, it's head-to-head in points. Have you beat Austin head-to-head? No, I lost. Did you beat Austin head-to-head? I lost. So he kind of owns that there, but... No buts. He owns it. Yeah, he owns it there. But if we tie his, with his record, record is behind. But if if I gotta have a better record than him, and you guys I have mean, a tough division, I'm not saying anything. I think if Austin wins this week, there's a really good shot he's in. Yeah, but he's got to win this week. He might win his division if he wins this week. That'd be crazy. Oh man, the, the scenarios are mind-boggling. Okay, uh, on to our special segments for the for the day. All right. Okay, so we have more uh, NFL, HFL team comparisons. Um, so we're comparing a, an NFL team with an HFL uh, owner. Um, and we'll start things off today with the Mambo. Angels, would you? You know, I think this was probably the most fun of this week's for me. Trying to figure out somebody that trash talks like the Mambo. Always has the positive attitude like the Mambo. Maybe gets taken advantage by a little snake oil every once in a while. And then, of course, there's the name comparisons. So I'm going to say... Time out. This man's actively having an, another owner tank, and he's calling me a snake. Continue. I said nothing about tanking. I just said she might prefer if I win. Hmm. Um, but I am going with none other than, yes, he's got the audacity to name his own stadium after himself, the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry's World. I, I, too, agree with you. I'm just going to jump in and let you finish. I'm also going to pick the Dallas Cowboys for myself. I'd already done it. So you choking the playoffs? No, I'm America's team. He thinks he's America's team. 
And he's got a stadium named after himself with a great big screen in the middle hanging on. A storied past. I also have multiple championships. A storied past. Spread out amongst many years. A storied past with a recent history of underperforming? Except this year. No, it's kind of. That's, that's good one. I, think so, I, I, uh, I go with the I submit Dallas Cowboys. And you're on board with it? I wanted it. So I thank went, you. I went a little bit nicer, actually. Uh, I went with the Pittsburgh Steelers. One of my favorite. I, I, maybe. I was kind of hoping for the Steelers myself. Maybe not the greatest team on paper, but I think they actually overperform. Tomlin always gets his boys going, the Mambo always gets his boys going. He's always there at the end of the year, and it doesn't matter how dire things look for the uh, for the Steelers. They're always there. They have Kenny Pickett. It's you know what I will say that about myself. I'll take a second to get out of my soapbox real it's quick. It's a great I'll re- coach. I'll reclaim a bit of my time. I am always there. I'm the guy that you never really want to play. I had a couple years where I didn't play hard, but that other than that, I mean, I'm I'm always competitive. The Steelers have been outgained in every single game they've played this year, and they're like six and four. That's it. It's crazy. So Bite I, kneecaps, buddy. Have they won a Super Bowl since the seventies? Yeah, Big Ben drove Big the bus by the uh, two thousand seven against the Seahawks. Come on, man. You guys uh, gotta act like I just didn't pull that out that's, right there. Well, well we not, expect it. I was gonna say that's a we're around you too. I was in second grade. Okay. Chill out, Stony. All right. Moving on, the Patriarchs. I'll let you guys take a, the first shot. Just mm. I guess I'll lead this one off too. You know, this was an interesting one, and I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. Um, every once in a while, the stars align, and they come through, and they have a season like this year, and like their other Super Bowl winning year where... The stars align and everything works out perfect and it's awesome. But then there's other years and it's not so awesome. So I think uh, I think uh, comparing them to the fighting cream sickles of uh, the the Florida Bay is uh, is where I'm at for that. Nice job. I'll go with the uh, New York Football Giants. It doesn't really fit the bill so much this year. But they're just like that, that really strong foundational team, you know, always competing, you know, and just a really early, early strong team, you know. So lots of, lots of history with them. Grandpa's team, you know, just a team that you're, you're always pulling for. This year, they're, this year's like, like, I'm comparing their team more to last year right now, I feel like. Hmm. Where they got her done, got in the playoffs, and but two years ago, oh, playoff win. Yeah, and they have won championships. So I mean, I just think yeah. it's I like it for the Patriarchs. How about with the Cleveland Browns? Seven and three this year, great record. Jen, I love you. Told you I wasn't going to give you any more flowers though. This year, I think the Cleveland Browns have been living a charmed life. I think their record portrays a better statement of who their team is than their actual team. And Jen does have a championship, doesn't she? Yes. Like she herself has one? Yes, I believe so. We went through this in episode one. That would make them a two-time champion. Cleveland doesn't, but like Cleveland, you know, much like the Lions, who will be a team later, 
in the next episode. Much like the Lions, maybe not the most storied pass, but is having a great year. They don't have the storied pass. I know, but I know who exactly who you're making the Lions. Good night. Uh, please join us in a future episode. Yeah. Uh, for the Lions topic. So Jen is the Browns, and you guys are going to kind of see a theme with my teams this week. Moving on. Uh-oh. The Flint Tropics. Angels, you want to take a stab at it? I'll take it, Sab. You know, I think of the Flint Tropics, and really for me it came down to two teams, two story programs that have never won a Super Bowl. And they both have times in their past where they were awesome. And that would be, the two would be the Buffalo Bills. Here it is. Or the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings haven't won a Super Bowl? They have not won a Super Bowl. And they've been in many Super Bowls. So have the Bills. So has the Bills, including, I believe, three straight. And I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings. Um, lots of wins, a lot of regular season success, but push come to shove, they just can't get over the hump. And I kind of feel like that's, uh, that's the tropics. So they might have a Fran Tarkenton series where they make two or three Super Bowls in a row. They might be the purple people leaders at times with that vaunted defense of my youth, but they just can't seem to get there. So I feel like that's where the, uh, the tropics have been. I'm going to paint them with the Raiders. I feel like McGuire's that kind of Al Davis type owner, you know? Greedy and abrasive. Yeah, he doesn't really give a shit about what you think. He's going to get on the chat and talk a little smack. He likes his guys a little bit gritty and grimy. He likes the superstar, but he also likes the villain, you know? So I'm going to paint him with the Raiders. I just think it fits. I thought... I always thought Mark Davis was a total pushover. Just random thought here. Like, horrible owner. I loved what he did this year. Not only did he spend a ton of money firing his coach and his GM and their coaching staff, um, he went to the team personally and apologized for wasting their season. Yeah, and they they never should have got rid of Gruden. Yeah, totally agree. But I think that came from more up top. Yeah, they got forced into that. Oh, yeah, the cancel culture guy. Um... I went a little bit nicer with the Tropics. I went with the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't think we were bad, though. I, I gave him the Raiders. I'd love to be the Raiders. His team went 13-3 and last year and was the number two seed. I just... Oh, they're fake 13-3. and oh, Come on. You can't believe you're calling them fake. Wait, be, be nice. I went with the Cincinnati Bengals. Um... Has a relatively storied past. You know, is going to have a down season every once in a while. Is a little bit banged up this season, much like the Bengals, right? Steve lost Andrews. The Bengals lost Burrow, right? Huge part of his fantasy team. Um, But at the end of the day, I think it's a quality franchise. And I'll stick by it, just like I think the Bengals are going to be, in the next few years, constant contenders. I think they're a little bit like Buffalo where that window is starting to close a little bit. See, I... Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I mean, how many many years are we going to go, man, they're relevant this year? I just traded Man, those guys that didn't get it done last year are going to get it done this year. I just traded for Joe Shiesty in our Dynasty League, so I prefer not to do it that way. It's it's a hot, kind of a hot take with the Bengals, but the the Bills people are saying that. It's like, how many years are we going to say it's their year? Ben Johnson... Future head coach of the Buffalo Bills? Mm. To be discussed later. Um, last team? The Commish. Danger. Charlie's 
angels. What Mambo, you want to lead this one off? Sure. I'll give him the um, Niners. The Niners, that was a high five. The Niners because he's consistently good over the years. Like I said that about myself, but he's got four championships. He's got twice as many championships as me. And it feels like they're a bit spread out at this point. When's the last time you won one? You won... 2020, I think. 2020, and then before that, you had the year where you won three in a row. Yeah. So that was kind of reminiscent. Didn't the Niners do that too back with uh, The Niners actually won one in the 80s and then won the three in the 90s. With Young. With with Young. I just think it's a valid comparison. Good, Good organization. You know, typically has pretty good... You know, uh, ethics and culture in the in the organization. So, I think that the the Niners are your your fit. I went with the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Mm. Big oh. culture, always there, always contending. Um, solid player. There's not really much else to say. I feel like I'd like to walk back my harsh comments on Jen. I've been trying to trade Jen for Jalen Hurts for the longest time. Gave what I thought was a super fair offer. But are she best said, players? No, she said it was a like a really fair offer, and I still couldn't get it done. And then all the players I tried to trade got hurt, so I'm a little salty. So, and, Jen, you're great. And uh, and I myself, and I like to see that uh, that Jerry are are on the same page today because much like he agreed with me, I picked the 49ers for myself. Mm-hmm. They were one of the teams that I adopted early on when. Uh, when you had to have somebody else besides the Lions. And uh, I, uh, they were always my team. So I'll take that as a huge compliment. And I'll say the uh, San Francisco 49ers. A little added wrinkle with mine. I don't know if you guys noticed anything about the four teams I picked. Oh, they were all uh, AFC North. They were all AFC North, which mm-hmm. is widely regarded as the best division in football. Just putting it out there. You guys have been great this year. Yeah, we're great every year. <laughs> <laughs> well said, Jerry. <laughs> All right. So we promised this uh, segment, playoff projections. I say, you know, can we go one at a time and just walk our way through this, what we think is going to happen? Um, and Kamish, do you want to start? Sure. I'll start for sure. I think the uh, – are we just doing who makes the playoffs or are we saying the whole, the whole kit and caboodle? It can be whatever you want it to be. Well, I want to be consistent, so what do we all want to do? I can do either or. Mambo? I'm for playoffs. All of it? No, just for the playoffs, okay. and then once the playoffs are set, then we'll do another we one. we got two weeks to sort this out. Right. Once it's a little more settled, we can pick the who's going to win what. It'd be kind of yeah. fun to see projections. That doesn't matter. All right. Well, you know, really for me, with the, with the playoff projections, it really comes down to the wild card, because unless something abnormal happens, the Benzers, the Patriarchs, and the and the the Boondock Striders are going to be the division winners, and are, then are you going to seed? Am I going to seed? Do you want to seed those three teams? Or oh, just four oh players? sure, oh sure. I think it's going to go Boons, uh, Boondock Striders number one. I think Patriarchs going to be number two. I think the Benzers are going to be number three. And the reason I say that is because Patriarchs has got the hardest remaining schedule of the three of them. So I think that gives them enough leeway. So then on the wild card, in my opinion, sorry, uh, sorry, uh, Motown Mambo, but uh, I think it's between the big dogs and myself. And I'm a believer in my team. 
So I'm going to go with the Angels as the wild card, and, uh, and that's where I'm at. Okay. I'm going to say, I said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Patriarchs are missing the playoffs. I'm going to say Angels win the division. Okay. Patriarchs lose out. They lose three in a row. They finish nine and five. Angels go. Uh, Mamba win out, finish nine and five. Get the tiebreaker on the Patriarchs because they went out and they have more points. Wild card, you need to tie the record to have more points. So I beat her on because head to head matters, but we'll be one and one. So right. it's going to come down to points. points. So I'll beat her on the wild card on that. Angels win the division. Benzers win the division. Boondock Striders win the division. Big dogs, who are also sitting at six and five, lose one, end up a game behind me. Don't have to worry about the tiebreaker. It's going just like this. Angels, Benzers, Angels one seed. Wow. No, he goes one two. Boondock Striders one seed. Boondock Striders one seed. Benzers two seed. Angels three seed. Mambo. Versus Striders game one. It's all on the line. Wow. That's a that's a bold take. Mine is It's very possible. It is, it is. Mine is very similar to yours. I've got myself at number one. Oh big surprise. I think Jen's gonna get beat up. I think in my three and four, this is why I have the Benzers at three. Because the big dogs beat him. And then I have the big dogs at four. I've got the big dogs winning out, getting in the playoffs. Big dogs, boondock striders, number one, number four, first matchup. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's what I think is going to happen. All right. So, um, see how it bears out. You want to strengthen your team for the playoff push? I don't uh, respond well to. Uh, Do we have a live trade offer? You want to so, take Monty and Cup for Bijan? I will say that. I will say this. I will say this. There's currently an embargo of the trade variety from the Angels to the uh, the BS team sitting to my right. So now that embargo might get lifted if he overpays for somebody, but he's going to have to overpay. Just offered. Oh, we got company. So yeah, that was a uh, live trade offer. Just putting that out there. Oh, see if the embargo gets lifted. I'm interested in uh, Charbonnet. There's an offer. Chuba. No, I don't want Chuba. Would you take one of my other defenses? No. It's got to be the Saints. Yes. Okay. I'm going to look at it and give an answer. This is a stimulating conversation. You know what? Are we on? Yeah, we are. Your comments are hurtful. First you embargo me, and then you ridicule me. All right. Special Thanksgiving. I'm excited about this one. Thanksgiving segment. I don't care how you do it, but everybody has Thanksgiving hot takes. Everyone's got foods that they like. Everyone's got foods that they dislike that everyone else likes. So, gentlemen, we're going to do two things real quick. I want you to craft your perfect Thanksgiving plate. Go. I'm going to have white meat turkey. How's it cooked? Um, It's cooked probably just oven. That's how I normally get it, so that's what I want. Roasted. 
Yeah, it's roasted. So I'm going to take a nice slice of the breast. I'm going to have some mashed white potatoes, homemade. Homemade, mm -hmm. not out of the box? Okay. And I'm going to have, this is like, think of a plate with like three sections on it. So I got turkey, then mashed potatoes, and then I have the stuffing over here. And then I'm going to take gravy, and I'm just going to... I'm going to take that gravy and I'm going to just go all the way around that thing. While watching your fantasy team down All right? the way around there. Salt, pepper to taste. And then a roll kind of right in the center. Where I'm going to cut the roll in half and I'm going to make a sandwich out of all the ingredients. Maybe the roll is a floating island in the sea of gravy. And yeah, that gravy is yes. just going to be the nice sauce. Oh, yeah. Oh, so oh yeah. Good. And the, the roll, it's a bit chewy. Mm. It's, not, it's a crusty, chewy roll. Dense? No, fluffy. <laughs> and it's got a little crust. Crust, yeah, crusty. Yeah, it's got crust. Then on a, a little bowl off to the side, I like my mom's cranberries. Because I grew up on them and I like them. Okay. So I have a little bowl of cranberries. And that's a real true cranberry relish? Oh, she makes it from scratch. With real cranberries. Oh, dude, yeah. It's not out of the can. That's though. a win. No, I'm not doing out of the can crap. Um, and then the pumpkin pie, Ida May's recipe. Whipped top on, no whipped cream on top. I don't even like whipped cream, but that's how I grew up having it. Itemized recipe, itemized recipe of uh, pumpkin pie. And then just, you know, the rest of this, like the green bean casserole, not real. I mean, I'll eat it, but I don't love it. So it's not on my perfect plate. Right. Um, I usually like to have a little relish on there, like pickles, you know, maybe some pickled peppers. Something to cut the savory. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's pretty much where I'm at. Okay. Go ahead. You know, mine's really close. Of course, you got to go with turkey because turkey's the quintessential. I don't have to. Well, you don't have to, but like I'm not picking prime rib. You should, yeah, exactly. Because you're not a, having prime rib. That's right. a Christmas meat. Yeah. So I'm, I'm saying, I'm, and you know, one time I was over, uh, I was over at the the commission's house, the old commission's house, mm -hmm. and he had this deep fried turkey. Oh yeah. That was absolutely amazing. And uh, so I'm going with the deep fried turkey. Mm. I like the slice of the white meat. You give me that skin. Mm -hmm. You know, give me that first slice with the skin all the way across it. Mm. Yeah, Golden brown. I'm right there. On it. Oh. And, I, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna I'm probably gonna get some enemies here, but I'm gonna go with just stuffing and not the potatoes, mainly because I like the stuffing so much more that I'm gonna leave the potatoes off. Because I like myself some green bean casserole, mm -hmm. but I like it with a lot of the, just give me that top section yeah. so you get all of the onions in there. And of course, the crispy, crispy but fluffy roll is an mm -hmm. absolute must. Ugh. It's an absolute must for the second starch. And then, uh, I, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the cranberry relish as well. Not out of the can, but the real stuff just sets everything else off. And uh, I'm a dessert guy, so my perfect dessert has more we'll than one. We'll oh, we're not doing dessert. We're gonna do that next. That's okay. the next go around. Okay, I thought that was already done. Did you do dessert? I did. I didn't. You didn't I'm stop sorry. me. I'm sorry. Go you ahead. obviously weren't listening oh, to me, so, so it doesn't matter. For me, I was looking at trades. For me, it's gonna be a double crust apple pie. Come on. With a caramel drizzle. Mmm. Tell me more. Tell me. And then vanilla bean. Yes. Briars. And then I'm also going with, because the our desserts and my perfect dessert plate has two things on it. Coconut cream pie has recently come on to oh. the agenda at Halls at, the, at 9168. And my, my mom, the commission's wife, make the best coconut cream pie. So it's so good. My perfect pie plate's got 
got two. So mm-hmm. that's that's my perfect dessert. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's man. Okay, first of all, I'm going to say it. This is not really a hot take, I think, but if yams come near my plate, Thanksgiving room. There's a reason why none of them have. I don't want sweet potatoes. Like, why would I want the ugly stepbrother of the beautiful regular potato? Sweet potatoes are gross. If you like them, I'm not judging you, but why? So, yeah. My in-laws do this smoked turkey. It's so good. It doesn't even make sense how good it is because it's moist. And that, like, I feel like sometimes when you oven, like, do a turkey, if it's not done perfectly, if it's not pulled out at that perfect moment, it can be dry. And this smoked turkey, they put it in a brine first, brine it for a couple days, and then smoke it. It's so good. But, yeah, I'm a white meat guy, too. Love it. Got to have a roll. I make sandwiches. I cut the roll in half, and I'm a little bit sick. I hollow out the roll, eat the bread, and then, like, fill one edge with potatoes and one edge with stuffing. Put a little gravy in there with it. Turkey on there. A little Thanksgiving hot pocket, if you will. Yep. I'll tell you what. You can have, for leftovers, we haven't even got there. You can have that for breakfast, that for lunch, and be dead by dinner. It's awesome. Um, But, yeah, do that. I'm a huge green bean casserole guy. I also scrape the top. I mean, it's not even about the green beans. It's about the cooked crunchies. Why don't you just buy the box of the french fried onions then? The green bean casserole is not that good. It's good. Just something special. Well, you, know, like you guys just both said, those aren't mushrooms. Those are cream of mushroom soup. Cream of mushroom soup. Is oh, good. not ours. Oh, ours. Ours is cream of celery. Well, maybe you should try it. You'd like it too. <laughs> no, that's the only reason I eat it. It's cream of celery. But oh. I wanted to say, though, uh, both you guys, very nice presentations. But not we do brine our turkey for the oven, and it does not get dry. Okay, maybe brining my dad. Thing. My dad turned me on to that saltwater brine yeah, for the turkeys. You guys have seen Christmas Vacation, right? I'm not saying that's happened uh, before. Yeah, like, no, it's happened time. to all of us, buddy. We, we just, like, well, we've already heard a couple of sides in your uh, hot pocket, but what are your other sides? You know, you got to go. I'm not the biggest stuffing guy in the world, but it's on the plate. It's oh. got to be. It's so good. Um, but quick question. Do you prefer pan stuffing or in the turkey stuffing? Dressing. In, in the bird. Uh, pan. I prefer pan, too. Yeah. I, like um, I feel like you get a little bit better consistency. It gets a little mushy in the bird. So My wife makes these mashed potatoes. They're unbelievable. She puts like all the little green herbs and garnishes in there. There's Keeps a little bit of chunky potato uh, matter in there. So where it's just not a completely... little bit, but it's smooth, man. She puts... No, but I like it chunky. Yeah. yeah, I don't like creamy things. I like my potatoes half well, she puts half a, mashed. She puts a little you know heavy cream in there and just unbelievable amounts of the Irish butter. I think we, what this amounts to is that we're all about to get real fat tomorrow. Yes, sir. Yeah, some of us are already there. And then for dessert, um, apple pie is my favorite dessert, period. Mm-hmm. Throw a little caramel, a little vanilla bean ice cream. Get oh, me really God, Briar's vanilla bean. Dude. It's so good. See, I don't know like why vanilla bean, those little flavor specs, I don't know why they make all the difference, but they do. And I'll go to bat for it. Uh, and then the coconut cream pie. It's so good. We'll have to save you a piece, dude. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. You know I love it. It's it. unbelievable. It doesn't even make sense, but I do. It's really good. All right. I can't wait for Thanksgiving. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Lions talk. One question I have for you guys, coming off the Bears 
late, amazing comeback win. Bears suck it. You're horrible. Are we more confident or are we more concerned? And this is a redundant take that I heard off of 97 this week. I know. But I, I want you guys it's, to take It's it. a heck of a take, though. Yeah. It's a heck of a question. Yeah. I'm not worried at all. I mean, they had four turnovers and they still won the game. They still won the game. I mean, good teams do that. They find a way to win even when it's not going their way. And you could say, well, they had four turnovers and that makes them a bad team. Except they won. They won the game. See, the Bears are who the Lions used to be. They have a game won and they find a way to lose it. But not with this team. So, I'm enthused still. Very much so. More than ever. Um, I am concerned. And I'm concerned because of my level of expectations. That's why I'm concerned. It's not, I'm not concerned about, you know, making the playoffs. Because I think we're going to make the playoffs. Right? I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned about beating a good team in the playoffs with a defense that's playing the way it's playing. It's, it's concerning because I honestly thought that our defense was better than it was. So I'm concerned when I start talking about getting to the NFC Championship game, which means we have to win a playoff game. Because that, whoever we play, even if we get that first round by, is going to be good. I mean, they're going to be playing well. And it's going to be hard to win a game when our defense – and everybody's like, oh, that drive was scripted to open the game. And it was scripted, but so what? So what? We couldn't stop them. They ran it down our throats. We have to play better on defense, so I'm concerned. I know we've talked about this, and you and I disagree. I thought the defense had a decent game. I thought the offense put – I thought the offense – Hold on a second. You can't say that. You can't say that. I just heard him. I just did. <laughs> okay, well, then – I'm going to pull can, some can stats I, up and challenge you with them. Then. Can, I, can I explain myself? Sure. One thing that I am concerned about, we do not do mobile quarterbacks well. We do not defend against them well. Fields had over 100 yards rushing. It can't happen because there's a lot of good teams with mobile quarterbacks. He had over 100 yards rushing, and you said you thought the defense played well. I did. Um, the Contradictory? Off, the offense put them in some horrible predicaments, and the defense stood on their head in the red zone more often than not um, and held them to field goals, especially when we needed them to. Okay, so slightly concerned about the defense. And this is going to be another take, but I will get to it. We'll get to it. Um, Expectation is they come out and they look a lot better. I think our defense is better and has played better than they showed. But I didn't think it was a horrible... I don't think they showed their asses on Sunday. I think they could have played a lot better, but we're okay. It was a mid-tier performance. So I'm not as concerned. I'm confident. I think the resiliency of the team is something that's understated. Um, I wish we would have looked better. And moving on to the next question, um, with expectations against the Packers tomorrow, I expect a blowout. I expect them to come in. I expect the defense to dominate. I'm starting them in the fantasy league um, against the Packers. I expect both sides of the ball to dominate. Um, Predicting a double-digit win for the Lions. 
So what are your, I mean, what are your guys' expectations? Is it a bounce back spot? Well, Is that a I'd spot? like to take you to task a little bit on you. The defense played well, okay. and that's kind of beating a dead horse because what's it matter? But the the Chicago Bears have scored over twenty points twice all season, and once was against us. How many times did they have four turnovers at Ford Field? How many games has Justin? They Fields had three hundred and fifty yards offense on us. Okay. That's not a that's not a bad day. So you can say all you want that all oh, was short fields, short fields. Where'd they get 350 yards offense then? They stood on their. It wasn't a short field game. when they came out on the 25 yard line, pounded the ball right down our throats, and went down the field like they were the prime New England Patriots. That defense looks horrible, and we're not going to win a playoff game with a defense like that. We're not. Okay. So what are your expectations for tomorrow? Oh, I think we'll win. Dominant fashion? What do you expect out of the defense? I don't think that we can win and down. What do I expect? I think that they'll score around 20 points on us. And I think we'll win 34 to 21. You should bet the over. It's like 46. And the, and the Detroit Lions money line. Because they're only six and a half points favorites, right? Seven and a half. Yeah. It's up over. I'm not worried about the Green Bay Packers. I don't think the Green Bay Packers are that good. And I don't really consider Jordan Love a, a mobile quarterback. I'm not saying he can't run a little bit, but I think he wants to pass first. I don't think the Packers are going to beat us, but I'm, that's not my concern. That's and that's what I stated, and I'm not saying you're you're saying I didn't, but I'm concerned about beating the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm concerned about beating the Dallas Cowboys because with a defense like that, they both have defenses and they have offenses that are also productive. We're not balanced. Okay. You're not going to go out and outscore people and win a Super Bowl. It doesn't happen. Okay, that's fair. It's a fair take. I don't think the Eagles' defense is as good as we think it is. Just the fact that your expectations are that those are the only teams that you really have to worry about says it. No, we have really high 49ers, for Seahawks. I can go on. Even the Seahawks. They already beat us. They did. They did. I think that they're gonna they're gonna cover, and I think they're gonna uh, it'll be a double uh, double digit uh, win for the Detroit Lions tomorrow. I'm gonna say something like 27-17. Um, I just don't think the, the the Packers have an offense. They're they're so banged up. Musgrave out, Jones out, Darnell Savage is out. Questionable. Jair Alexander, linebacker Devondre Campbell, AJ Dillon has a yeah. going. Pick up Patrick. Tullis and Jordan uh, Love is healthy, so I, they have that I, going for them. I don't think that they stand much of a chance against us. Yeah, I, I expect a I expect a big win. But I think the next. I, and then who do we play after that? I believe we have the Saints. I don't think that's an easy game. Okay. That's fair. All right. Uh, kind of a bring back question. You and I have mentioned this this week. Are you scared of the Vikings at all? Commish shaking his head. No, I'm not scared of them at all. Okay. Yes. Yes, and here's why. Do I think they can come back and win the division? No. Do I think they can beat us on any given day? Absolutely. And I think it's I think it's a way more likely loss than it is to the Bears, who almost beat us at home because we don't have a defense. Minnesota has a defense. Josh Dobbs has proven to be an effective passer, an effective decision maker. He's a guy who, in my opinion, can not only manage a game but win it. He's also mobile, which hurts us a little bit. Yeah, so I'm concerned about the and how many games back are they? Two and a half now. They're six and five, we're eight and two. 
Yeah. That loss to who they lose to? Denver. Denver. Which we have Denver still. <laughs> Denver quietly just beating everyone. Yeah, well, our last four games are Denver, Minnesota, Dallas, Minnesota. Two weeks ago, it didn't seem so tough. No, it didn't. Bring back Kirk Cousins. <laughs> they look pretty good with him, too. Oh, I'm excited. I think the Lions blow out fashion. Got a couple parlays. Are you worried? Uh, I, did you answer? Are you worried about the Vikings? They're two and a half games back. Um, no, because I think we win a couple more. And worried we're talking about when them winning the division. I don't think they're going to beat us for the division. They'd so. have to win out to get to 12 wins. Exactly. I think kind of our bottom edge is 12 wins if we yeah. win tomorrow. All I can say is that I kind of hope they make the playoffs and that we get them in the, when we have to play them and play because I, I would that. just soon I'd just soon play Minnesota. Three times, though? I'd just soon play Minnesota as some other teams. I'd rather I think they're have. frauds. I thought they were a fraud last year, and I think they're a fraud this year. Their defense I feel like they're more real this year yeah. than they were last year. I'm with, I'm with Jerry there. Their defense is actually really good. Um, I'd much rather face Seattle, who's like the other team that's right there. That's just me personally. Um, let's get into these games. Huge games. Um... I think game of the week has to be Angels-Patriarchs. Right now projected 100.24 for the Angels, 107.84 for the Patriarchs. How are you feeling? Season could be on the line here. You know, I haven't really looked at my matchups, and I haven't even set my lineup yet, but you know what? I'm confident. You know, there's lots of times where the Patriarchs have my number for some reason. I don't know what our... uh, What our... uh, Record is uh, throughout history, but uh, I'm confident in my team, and uh, and I like the team that I got, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and pick me. I think uh, I think I got what it takes this week. Charlie's Angels won the last matchup. Charlie's Angels leads the series 23 to 11. Dominant. Fashion. Let's hope it continues. Um, staying in that division, a must-win game for the Mambo. If you lose, are you mathematically eliminated? I think it. I think you might be. I think it's. It's close. a straight up must win, brother. I gotta have it. I gotta have it, and I'm gonna say right now, I'm gonna have it. I like the setup. I don't think. Uh, no offense, Steve. I don't think his team looks that good this week. Um, I'm confident. Okay. I mean, I don't love C.J. Stroud at Jacksonville, and I won't be playing Jacksonville's defense because of that. So I could kind of hedge my bet a bit and put Jacksonville in, but um, not going to do it. I'm just going to leave it. I'm going to get rid of my kicker and pick somebody else up too. So. Okay. Right now projected 110 to right about 100, so about a 10-point favorite for uh, for the Mambo. Yeah, it looks like he set his lineup since the last time I looked. Yeah, it's set. Uh, it's going to be a good game. i, I got to have it. If I don't win this, though, then I kind of just – then I don't deserve it. We totally messed up. I thought Austin faced the Benzers this week. He doesn't. Oops. Ooh. Apologies. Sorry, guys. My bad. They're probably all laughing. Um, biggest spread of the week, the Benzers at Scott's team. He's a huge favorite. Uh, what is that? 26 points? 27? Yeah, 26. Not much to say about this one. No, he's going to steamroll. I think Uncle Mike rolls on. Steamroll. Now led by Justice Herbert. But he's got the depth. The depth. So, um, and the other game in that division, two high projections. The Big Dogs at 126.08. 
and Rocky at 115.26. Big dogs are favored by 11. Who are you guys liking this one? Um, I'm hoping Rocky can pull this off. I need Dawson to lose. So I'm just going to go with my what I want to happen and say Rocky. Kyron Williams coming back. The last Infinity Stone for Uncle Steve's team. That's huge, actually. At yeah. Arizona, that's a sweet matchup. And I hate to say it, Austin's got some Austin's got some good matchups this week. I mean, with the exception of Tariq Hill playing at the Jets, uh, he's got some sweet matchups. I'm glad I'm not playing uh, the big dogs this week because it looks like he might bark. Yeah, looks good. Um, a possible division clinching game, uh, the Boondock Striders at Believe. Close spread, less than a point. Uh, 117.38 for the Striders. 116.54 for the um, Team Believe. I don't really know. I mean, I, I actually really like Bill's team. Like, I'll be honest about that. But if Kelsey can't produce, then that's big trouble. But he's got a great matchup with the Mahomes and Kelsey stack at the Raiders. I mean, that's just a matchup you'd love to see. Yeah. I think I have some really good matchups, too. Led by the Steph Diggs-AJ Brown game. Uh, Philadelphia versus Buffalo. Uh, I think both of those secondaries are pretty beat up and haven't been performing. I'm hoping for big points out of those uh, those two stalwarts. But this, I think, is going to be a high-scoring, flavor town, Guy Fieri flair game. Man, I, I like uh, Bill's team, too. It's hard not it's to like. It's a fun team. It is. It is. He's got if a he, nice mix. If he had a second running back, which I offered him. Who would you offer him? Oh, I some. offered him Charbonnet. Yeah. Mm. Some habitual backup who just happened to have somebody injured in front of him. I offered him Charbonnet and Jones for the Browns defense. I think that's a fair A backup and a hurt starter. That's a good one. He's not a backup. Okay. Okay. And the Young Guns versus the Bad Guys. Young Guns over 10-point favorites. Going to be a good game. Poor Corey. I think that's all we have. Everybody have a phenomenal Thanksgiving. Um, from the HFL pod to... Oh, oh, getting the festivities started early. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, from the HFL pod to your home, we hope you guys all have a Thanksgiving. Uh, we're having a happy Thanksgiving. You're obviously going to have a Thanksgiving. Yeah, we um, hope. Yeah. Just hope you guys have a good one. Adios. See ya.